Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. You play the doctor, the nurse, the teacher, the counselor. Tired, weary, frustrated. What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash solomoms. That's audibletrial.com slash solomoms. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. My guest today is Amber Luffman, a young working mom from North Carolina who has three years experience with parenting her daughter, Ava Skye, solo. She became a single mom at age 22 when her ex-husband separated from her and their newborn. Amber's faith and reliance in God, however, has carried her through these difficult years. She has a passion for breaking generational strongholds and is a proud recovering love addict and codependent. She is currently writing her first book for single mamas and chasing after her dreams. Amber works in marketing and website building from home while Ava finds enrichment in a nearby Christian school. Help me welcome... Amber Luffman. So Amber, my first question for you is, 
How did you become a solo mom? So I began my single mom journey because of a marital separation between me and my ex-husband. Me and my ex-husband were not very um, mindful of kind of the decision we were making and how quickly we were. So we got married quickly, and I was 20, like I said. And within a year, we had conceived, and it was was unintentional. Honestly, we really only gave it like a one shot for it to even happen, and and it was kind of some divine intervention for the reasoning that it all kind of turned into me actually being pregnant unexpectedly. But um, my marriage was struggling whenever I conceived my daughter. Her name is Ava. And the pregnancy made things even more difficult for the marriage. Um, There was some, I would think, some mental health issues and some serious uh, emotional issues and and they just weren't being dealt with. And so um, the whole pregnancy with my daughter was really lonely. And her father was just not very engaged. So um, whenever she was about four months old, we still couldn't come to an agreement on what our family um, vision and the future would look like for us all three. And so it ended up that we couldn't really afford the house that we had just bought um, with the new baby and the expenses. So we knew that we were going to have to move out of the house and I planned on renting it out. And so whenever it came time to move, I asked my ex-husband if he was going to go with me and Ava. And he said um, that he thought that it just wouldn't work out that way. So he actually moved to a different city and me and my daughter moved out of our lovely home into a little one-bedroom, one-bath apartment um, right through the woods. And I began to rent the house out as I continued to work full-time and raise my newborn baby by myself. Hmm. So, uh, okay, well, thanks for sharing that. Um, Yes. Yes. So do you think maybe your age has something to do with the fact that you guys didn't work out or how do you how do you feel about that like or do you think you weren't just I, you just weren't ready Well the thing is our motives for getting ready or for getting married were not um right you know we just we kind of made the decision to get married with wrong intentions and motives so Mm. we just kind of didn't really build it for success from the beginning and it just we weren't looking back I'd say that I wasn't in love with him I was marrying him I was marrying him for more practical reasons and you know I just kind of thought that it all worked out after we got married um you know I was very naive and I was very young and, and I didn't know a lot about you know life at that point so um, it was just kind of like, I felt like it was like a thing to do. You know, I felt like I was an adult and I wanted to leave my parents' house. And so I figured, you know, marrying was the ticket out. And, you know, like I said, I was just very naive. And I thought that, you know, just because he seemed nice and, and all that, that it would pan out well. And and it just did not. Right. So. Okay. Um, so how old is your daughter? She turned three in July. So young. Aww. 
Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you this, and you share as much as or as little as you want. Um, what's your biggest struggle right now? My struggle? Yes, like with raising your daughter alone. What's what's the biggest struggle you have as a solo mom? That's a loaded question, so just let me kind of ponder for a second. Sure. I think one of the biggest things that I struggle with would be accepting the fact that I have no control over whether a male is involved in her life or not in a healthy way. So her her father, I can't force him to be a great father in the set of circumstances we have now. I can't force him to give lots of child support. I can't force him to, you know, see her multiple times a week. I can't force, you know, him to to make her feel special by wanting to call every night and, and celebrate her birthday well and stuff. I can't control that, you know. And there's so many things that I try to control in my daughter's life because I do raise her primarily by myself. And so it's a kind of a hard realization for me to swallow the fact that I have no control over the male aspect of her life. Right. That's just something that I can't, I can't touch that, you know. I can't, unless I were to build a robot and program him to be the, the husband and the dad that I want, you know, for, for me and my daughter. You know, there's just no controlling another human being and there's right. no controlling, you know, a male. So that's been hard for me to accept. And just the fear of what she's going to what she's going to develop, you know, as a result of not having, you know, a consistent father figure. Um, you know, it just, it kind of concerns me. You know, I know she has a daddy void and I know that she's drawn to males and I want so badly for her to have a healthy man in, in our lives consistently. And I have remarried, but my current husband struggles with a substance abuse disorder. And so, you know, he's gone a lot because of treatments or, um, you know, just not being able to be in the home for our well-being and his safety and all those types of things. And so even though I am currently remarried, you know, she has this second man who I can't control if he's here or not. I can't control if he's in or out. I can't control how a man interacts with my daughter in a father role right. and that has probably been the biggest struggle and it's kind of the struggle that I'm kind of going through the most right now okay I, I understand oh wow um okay I must say that it, it is a lot I can imagine um your daughter is only three so I I my my heart goes out to you and um you're doing a good you're good doing a good job though so that I know that I can see. Well, thank you. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Don't ever doubt that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I tend to be hard on myself, but you know, I'm I'm a young mom and honestly, you know, I I really stepped up and I have done the absolute best that I could for her. You know, because her father, you know, did choose to exit the situation and 
you know, my husband, my current husband, he has he has a decent heart and he has, you know, decent intentions, but he's working on his follow-through and his commitment and his self-discipline. And so I hope that he can get it right and everything, but I have really had to, you know, paddle the boat all by myself, you know, like left and right on both sides, back and forth. And it's very exhausting, right. but, um, but I just can't control that, you know, so. Yes. I'm doing the best I can. Yes, yes. Um, as how has faith played a role in your life? Um, as you know, as a young woman, as a wife, and as a mother. Well, faith is very key to me. My relationship with my higher power, which is Jesus Christ, has been the only thing that has kept me from just being. A, completely emotionally devastated continually um i know that i know my daughter's here because god wants her here there was just a couple different circumstances that came together perfectly and they got her here so you know my daughter was the reason that i decided to finally come out of my denial you know and accept that my ex-husband just wasn't good um for us you know he had his own struggles and So, you know, she helped me to have strength and find new strength in myself and new self-respect to a certain degree. And then with my current husband, she has also been that motivation for me. Um, You know, the Lord used a lot of different resources to show me how important my daughter is and how important her safety is and how important, you know, her being treated well and her well-being is. And so, you know, my higher power has helped me to make good decisions for myself and Ava, even though they were hard. And even though, you know, it's day to day and I'm learning more and more, but that relationship with my daughter and my higher power has led us to better, you know, situations and circumstances than if I had just chose to be prideful and pretend that I was doing it all by myself or that my successes were because of what I was doing. So God has gotten me through in so, so, so many ways. Yes. His amen. grace and mercy is just, it has just abounded in in our lives the last few years for sure. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, of course. Mm, okay. Um, tell me what are your dreams? What What are your dreams and aspirations for yourself? What do you desire? The first thing that comes to my mind is I love writing. I like encouraging people. My spiritual gift is wisdom, and I like to try and encourage people. And I'm very, very, very real and very, very open, and I like to connect with people out of my honesty. And Mm -hmm. so um, I am currently writing a book, and I have verbal commitment from a publishing house. So it's it's a single mom book. And it basically is like a comforting book that is kind of humorous, but also it really challenges moms to understand their own struggles and their own traumas and pinpoint, you know, how to overcome them so that they can be the moms that God would want them to be so that their children can prosper from their example and their children can be blessed and bless their children and their children's children 
you know, because of the example that we provide our children today and tomorrow. So that that book is one of my dreams, and it's kind of coming to life. I obviously, I hope to publish it next year. So that's going to be like a huge check off for like my dream bucket list, you know, having a book. That's amazing. Yes. I'd love for it to perform well, you know. I'd love for it to be, you know, sold in stores. And I'd love for lots of people to see it and read it and benefit from it. That would be awesome. Um, but, you know, just having that accomplishment under my belt, I think, will just be so awesome. Right. Um, because I feel like I'm giving something back. I feel like I'm sharing something out of the ashes. You know, it's part of that beauty for ashes that mm-hmm. I see in my life. So my writing career is one of my big dreams. Uh, one of my, one of the most important core dreams that I have is having a family and a home life that is healthy and, you know, productive, godly. I want my family to thrive. I want there to be consistency. I want to have a good home life for myself, my husband, my children. Um, that's, that's huge on my heart. So I'm working to make sure that I'm trying to, you know, be the best that I can be every day to provide that future for us. Right. Okay. Well, um, I'm praying that um, both your dreams come true. And I hope that you will come back once your book is published and talk about it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be. I would love to. Yes. Um, with all the, all that you have going on, you know, you, you're working and you're writing a book and you're raising your daughter, um, how do you maintain balance in your life? Like, what do you do to maintain some, some type of balance? Well, this is a good question because it is hard whenever you do everything at your house, you know, it's like I, I wake up. I take my daughter to preschool. I come back home to work. I stay in my home office to write, um, you know, and then, of course, I have, like, Bible study times and things like that, but it all kind of happens in my home. So for me, one of my struggles has been, you know, I went from a corporate job for a few years where I worked eight to five in her office, and I liked it. I love the structure. I love the routine, but then I went straight into working from home full-time the last year or so, um, so I've kind of been in and out of corporate versus um, home life and, and home office, working for myself. And so the balance for me is really crucial. And since I don't have this structure where I'm leaving my home for set hours every day, what I have really tried to discipline myself to do is set aside time in the mornings to complete my Bible study. Right now I'm going through an awesome Bible study. It's by Beth Moore. It's like a 10-week study on the fruit of the Spirit. Okay. And so it's, two, it's, like, it's like two pages or so, uh, half an hour or more of work per day. And it's really encouraging, really uplifting. I love it. I get to go through my Bible and cross-reference lots of things. So I'll do my Bible study in the morning. That way I kind of calm my mind and reassure my spirit. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of on like a good plane uh, to, you know, pick up my daughter from preschool and do lunch, and then I'll come home while she's napping, and I'll work on website building and writing my book and, you know, work on building my social media platforms and things like that. And and so then I kind of know towards the end of the day, towards dinner time, it's pretty much like I wrap it up and I, I, I treat myself and my daughter, um, and if my husband is home, you know, if he's, if he's doing well and able to live with us and whatnot, 
you know, we will have time in the evenings for, like, meetings. I go to Al-Anon meetings, went to our support group for families of recovering addicts or, or addicts or alcoholics. Um, and then I do, like, a step study um, through Celebrate Recovery. Um, so I'll have my evening times for things like that. And those are kind of, like, self-care activities. I get to leave the house. I get to interact with people because I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And then the weekends, the weekends I always try to use Sunday as my guilt-free day. So if I'm not being productive, I don't have any guilt about it on a Sunday. If I'm watching two movies in a row, no guilt about it because it's Sunday. And so that one day a week really kind of helps me decompress. Mm. And it's working It's yeah. working pretty well so far. Hopefully <laughs> I can keep my schedule and my structure. Yes, that's interesting. I like that Sunday thing. <laughs> No guilt Sunday. Yeah, I do too. No guilt Sunday, yep. Yeah. It's very good. I like that. All right. Um, What one piece of advice would you give to another solo mom? It would probably be don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. I told a friend... I told a friend a day or two ago, we have so much patience for other people, for our children, for, mm-hmm. you know, co-parents, for teachers, for friends, for neighbors who want our help with things. We have so much patience for other people. And I think a lot of times we lack the same patience for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're so hard on ourselves. And, you know... We just hold ourselves to these unrealistic expectations and and we just think that we can give so much to everyone else and not, you know, expect or need things in return. You know, and if we mess up, if we make a mistake or if we do something foolish, you know, we just beat ourselves up. But, you know, we are, we're human. We are, we are so strong. We are so much stronger. Yes. I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you most single moms can tell you they did not think they were as strong as they ended up having to be. Hmm. And so, like, we are so strong, and we do so much good, and we accomplish so much yes. in a day. You know, and we don't, we don't acknowledge all the things we accomplished. We focus on the one or two things that we didn't get done, and we're hard on ourselves. <laughs> and our children see that, and, and we're hard on, we, we can be hard on our children in similar ways. But just loving yourself, being patient with yourself, not being so hard on yourself, just taking a deep cleansing breath and smiling and just appreciating yourself and everything you do would be probably what I would hit on if I were going to try and comfort another mom. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. And you're right. (laughs) Yes. Um... Share share your biggest success with us. Biggest success? Does it have to be as far as a mom? Um, no, just in life. Just your something you considered your you know you, something you consider your biggest success to date. I would say my biggest success has been looking inward at myself and evaluating where I am flawed and where I'm weak and being willing to ask for help, get counseling, 
you know, read self-help books, self-growth books, you know, implementing strategies and plans for success for me to overcome those hurts and hang-ups and, and things like that um, because it makes me a better woman. It makes me a better mom. It makes me a better example for my child. And, you know, it helps me to be able to help other people do the same thing. Yeah. So if we're, if we're all growing and if we're all learning, if we're all progressing and moving forward, we're all going to be healthier. We're all going to be happier. And, you know, our, the next generation is going to see that. And hopefully the next generation will be healthier and happier. Um, so, yeah, I would just say looking inward and, and, and healing and then being willing to kind of share that through my book and, and through my social platforms and with my family and my friends, just being like a, a support system for others as I've learned to heal and grow in myself. Yes. With the help of the Lord, obviously. Okay. All right. Um, oh, you mentioned social profile a couple of times. Could you tell us how to find you online? Absolutely. I'm trying to grow my Instagram right now, and the Instagram is Amber D, as in Dawn. That's my middle name, Luffman. So L-U-F-F-M-A-N is my last name currently. Um, I said currently. It's my second married name, but um, Amber D. Luffman is, is what my Instagram is. And it's kind of a new account. I am trying to grow it. I'd love to have more followers on there. Um, I have a lot of fun with the things that I share out on there because you can kind of be raw and yeah. open because it's more of like an open community right. um, versus like my Facebook. My Facebook is obviously the same, Amber Luffman. But a lot of the people, like, here in my hometown have me on Facebook. So some of the more raw, juicy stuff doesn't get put on my Facebook just because those people, you know, they see me every week. And, and I don't want to um, – it's kind of like I'm just a little bit more open on Instagram because it's people that I don't necessarily um, connect with weekly. It's kind of like a broader audience, but – Amber D. Luffman on Instagram and Amber Luffman on Facebook. I am building a website, but I don't currently have it published. I'm waiting until I sign a book deal, and then I'll publish that. So maybe the next time we speak, I'll be able to share my website as well. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Anything else you'd like to add? I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to speak on your show today, and I'm really excited about these types of opportunities. I did a, a live video testimony uh it was about half an hour um a few weeks ago and that was really neat uh it was for pjnet and you know i'd love to share that out with anyone if anyone wants to know any more about my journey about my first marriage um about my current you know healing with issues like codependency and love addiction and you know i'm i'm obviously kind of a resource if any of the women listening have husbands who are struggling with substance abuse disorders mm-hmm. or alcoholism, you know, I can be a resource for that as well. Um, absolutely, you know, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, and I will give you a link to watch my video testimony. And, you know, if anyone wants to reach out, I'm definitely here for support. And I just love to grow in this community of similar like-minded women and just kind of help them if possible and connect with them yes absolutely thank you thank you very much amber for talking to me today it's it's really a pleasure and i'm really honored to speak with you 
Well, thank you so much for having me. Sure. You can now listen to Solar Moms Talk on Alexa and on all major podcast platform. Thank you for listening again. Please subscribe so you'll know when new episodes become available. Please leave a review and share. Thank you. Hello, Solar Moms. As a Solar Mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry, and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.